know, I know what I want to say, but I don't know if I can spit it out. <laughs> I don't know how many of you are in captivity to the world and all of it has. You know, do you come to church because you have to or you need to? God told me today to start releasing what's inside of me. And that goes for every one of you. Do you have the Holy Spirit in you? Well, are you releasing Him in this congregation to just minister to people? Or are you just going through the motions? God says, I know the thoughts I have for you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. And to release you from your captivity. That's what it says. You know, you are not a captive of the enemy. Glennis, you are not a captive of the enemy. Winona, you are not a captive of the enemy. Release what's inside of you. Let others experience what you have. I mean, God got all over me today. He said, I've given you mantle after mantle after mantle. And what are you doing with it? I got it tucked away nice and neat. And I love it when I can experience God. But He wants every one of you to experience Him. Deep experience, not just surface, not just going through the motions. I'm going to probably get you right down where you live. How many of you are baptized in the Holy Spirit? I want to see you up here right now. doing a healing line, we're going to sing in the Spirit. You know what that does? Man, it releases the angels of heaven to come. So, Debbie, I need your help. Renona, I need your help. Because we always do good together. So we're going to sing. And you know what? You just sing whatever God puts in your mouth. <laughs> Release it, release it. 
singing in one note for just peace, freedom, love, and joy. I know. Anybody else? What did you hear? I heard the devil. No, you don't hear the devil when you sing in tongues. You don't hear the devil when you sing in tongues. You're hearing the Holy Ghost, okay? So don't pay any attention to what the devil is saying, okay? Jesus Christ and crucified. Yes, we know that. Did you hear any any information for right now, today, right this moment? You know, see, I, I just I just prayed for him and got him baptized in the Holy Spirit, so he's he's pretty pumped. Um, you know, God is so much in love with every one of you. Every single one of you, we're all just the same in his sight. And you all have mantles on you too. Did you know it? Maybe you just haven't listened to what you have. But when he got through with me, I thought, hmm, okay, God. He said, release healing. All right, I'm releasing healing over you and over this whole congregation. I release healing. And I'm going to do it every Sunday till we see it. And I release miracles because miracles are happening. They're happening everywhere and they're going to happen here. I just heard the Lord say, you put on your face this morning, Linda. Praise God. This is what you see. It's a great day, isn't it? Yeah, everything's good. He said, if you'll get your mess out. If you'll take that public face off and get your mess out and just throw it down here and let the Word begin to work on it. Let the Holy Spirit begin to work on it. That mess will begin to dissolve. You can't keep that mess inside of you and put that pretty face on. you got to get it out there where the Word can just scrub it clean. You know, we forget how powerful the Word of God is. You know, we don't even have to lay hands. We can just speak the word. And the word does the, the work. It isn't us. It's 
God in us that does it. So I speak miracles and signs and wonders and healings. And I say they're going to begin to occur in your life, not just here, but wherever you go. And as you lay hands on people, they're going to be, they're going to be instantly healed. And those that are instantly healed are going to be in process. And once you've had hands laid on you or it's been proclaimed over you, then you have to grab it and you have to speak it. Speak God's word. God said today in Pastor Virginia, God said that, that I'm healed. So, okay, I'm not having any more of this junk. And miracles are for us. They're not just for people in foreign countries. They're for us. We're the body of Christ. So, God, we're saying, here we are. Send it all in Jesus' name. Okay. Anything else from anybody? As I pray for the chairs every Sunday, and God gives me something. Um, Of course, I I preach to the chairs on on Friday nights. But this was what he was giving me this morning make a joyful noise unto the Lord shout out now he's been teaching me now not, <laughs> I won't use a mic to use mine but he's been teaching about about the shofar and all and then there was it was raining one day and and I wasn't going to get my stuff out of my car you know to bring it in here and then I just began making a joyful shout and I realized that we have a built-in a built-in shofar I mean, mine is quite loud. <laughs> and I began shouting my, with my joyful shofar. And your shout, your noise brings down the strongholds, breaks down. So the other morning I was waking up and I'm going, uh, you know, how you sometimes wake up and you're kind of, you had a dream that you're going, uh, you know. <laughs> and so I began using my, you know, I'm not going to run out to the car where my shofar is. And, you know, but, and I just began using my vocal shofar. And it's just like, it changes the atmosphere, the atmosphere, the atmosphere. Pastor, I'm going to use my body. It takes a lot for me to do this because it's different, okay? But my book goes so far. It's pretty loud. I'm not going to help with the mic. Is it all right? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to preface this. Pastor Tom told me that President Trump is addressing the Muslim nation. So I believe that what we do here can affect what takes place over there. Okay? On the National Day of Prayer, he signed a, an important piece of legislation that the churches now have the freedom to speak freely. Okay? And that we have been tried to be muzzled before. And this is definitely not only a violation of the Constitution, but it's against the law. And that was taken place back in Lyndon Baines Johnson um, back in 1965 or 64 that he started to muzzle the churches. But it's all of a sudden there's a release that's there. And I'm telling you, the Muslim nation is coming into the kingdom of God into Christianity. Jesus is visiting them. Supernaturally, amazingly, there's just, 
I'm telling you, there's some things happening. So what we're doing here, don't take it lightly and don't say, oh, this is just that that church having a good time on Sunday morning. No, we are going to begin to impact that which is operating in the Middle East. Amen? And that in turn will be able to impact their desire to wipe out Israel. And I'm telling you, they are not going to wipe out Israel. We are going to stand with Israel and continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So what we're going to do today, and Debbie's going to lead us, is going to begin to impact that. It's go, oh, we're going, we're not, we're not just going statewide, we're going nationwide. Amen? Come on, give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. We declare that the walls are coming down. We declare that blinders are coming down. We declare that our president has favor in the nations in which he walks in. And we declare that he goes in the power and the anointing of you, Jesus. We declare that Jesus is King, that Jesus is Lord, that He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the one that always is and is now and will be in Jesus' name. Come on, give Him a shout. Hallelujah. You know, we are, we are in a new era. Okay? And I'm excited about preaching this morning because we are in a new era. We are going to begin to step into some new things. And I'm telling you, the old things cannot come into this new era place. So there's some things that you just got to set aside. Listen, there's things that I have to set aside that the Lord, that the Lord wants me to set aside that I, that I sometimes love. And I don't want to set it aside. I don't want to move past it. I don't want to let it go. And those things we just have to release and let go today. Amen. And I just want us to do, Tatum, do you have another worship song that we have? I want us, let's, let's return to our seats, but let's just begin to worship. Let's worship for the Muslim nation. Let's worship for those that are lost that don't know Jesus. Let's just spend a few moments in time of worship this morning. Tatum, if you'll just lead us, that would be awesome. Let's just begin to start focusing on Him now today. We're in a new place today. Let's worship like a new place today. I was in a church a, a while back, and, 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 and we were doing some different things. And I said, and they were, they were like, well, this is different than my church. I said, well, that's all right. You're not in your church. So let's just be in the church in the house of God. And let's let have Him His way today. Let him, let's let Him have His way today. Thank you, Lord. Let's worship this morning. You know, when, when I asked you to come up if you were baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I don't want anybody to ever feel left out, because everybody has the Holy Spirit. But the power of the Holy Spirit comes with the baptism. So I just want to tell you a little story. I was baptized in 84 in the Spirit. I didn't know what was going on, but man, I knew something did, and I just took it and ran with it. And then I prayed for all my family, except Jerry, and they received it. I prayed for Pastor Jerry, and I prayed for Pastor Jerry, and I prayed for Pastor Jerry. 
And I prayed for Pastor Jerry, and finally he said, No more. He wanted it. But you know, your head gets in the way. It really does. It's not a head thing. It's a heart thing. It's a spirit thing. So, it wasn't that he minded me praying. He just, you know, I was expecting something and he didn't want to disappoint me anymore, I guess. Anyway, uh, he was so open to the Holy Spirit. He's the reason I got baptized in it because he just got so hungry for the Word. He was reading it every day and I thought, what is going on with you? You know, he, he started out reading five minutes a day and then he couldn't take just that long. He went to 10 and then he went to 15 and then he went to 30 in an hour. And, I, and on Wednesday night, he wanted to read and I said, what, are, what is going on with you? Well, God was going on with him. So I think he probably was baptized a long time before I was, but he just didn't know how to spit it out. So we went to Dallas to James Robinson Crusade. And uh, the man, I guess, it, well, John Wimber was there. He isn't with us anymore. He's in heaven, but... So anyway, they, they called up anybody that wanted to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, and he went up. But I didn't see any fruit of that. So we went back to church, the church we were going to. The pastor laid hands on him, and I mean to tell you, I'm thinking, oh, my word. I got three little syllables, and look what he got. He got the whole thing all at once. So he may not appreciate me telling this, but I just want you to know, you know, if you ask God for a fish or a, he's not going to give you a stone. If you ask him for the Holy Spirit, he's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. And it may not be the way you think, and it may not be the way I think. But he knows best, okay? Ever since praise and worship started, I've been watching this picture in the spirit. Envision in your mind standing at the sea it's not rough I mean this is as calm as the ocean is going to be it's the perfect temperature it's the perfect humidity the sunset is gorgeous I mean this is paradise at its finest and I saw each of us in turn not together but singly, because this is an individual thing the Spirit is laying before us. And He's making the call to go deeper into a life of adventure and fulfillment. This new era, the 29th chapter of Acts, because we're writing the next chapter of church history.
And it can play out to be a ho-hum chapter. Or it can be the finest of all. And even today I call to you, loved one. And I say, come away with me. I call you to make the plunge, even though I only desire that you take a step. Because as you step forward into me, there's an unlocking that will be. And even now, all of history will unfold. That which the saints of old desired to see, and yet it was not their time. You have been chosen and ordained in heaven for such a time as this. Because even now, this is the greatest time of my church. Not of just tying a knot in your rope and hanging on and enduring, but of arising and overcoming. Because as surely as the carbonation bubbles rise in a freshly poured glass of 7-Up, so are you the effervescence of my spirit in this dark place. For even now I'm sending you out, I'm calling you forth, I'm re- energizing you get on your skates suck up your hat because we're going for a ride for those that will make the step and take the plunge I'm saying you'll never regret don't look back put your hand to the plow and go today is your day because you see there's been a visitation in this house today there's a loosing of the spirit some of it is on time delay when you least expect it I'll remind you of this day and then when I have your undivided attention I'm going to show you a picture and speak a word to you and the fun will begin because that which I've called you to do it's a thing you long to anyway but the things of this world choke out the things of my spirit so even today, no, a proclamation is coming forth. Even now there will be a declaration set in place by the least of these. The one that you least suspect will put it all into play. Because even now coming into this house is an energy and a life and effervescence that has not been to this day. But even now I'm saying it's going to set the world on its ear. There's a word coming forth, and when you decree a thing, it is established that light will shine upon your ways. Because even now I'm declaring, when that thing goes forth, the sound of it is eternal. There's no taking back the sound of this godly decree. It was recorded in my word, and even today it's going forth. Because when that proclamation is set in its place and the key is inserted in the door, there is a window in heaven that will be opened and things will fall that you did not know to expect.
And even this day I'm declaring, though the numbers be few, there's coming the time when the coffer will overflow. For a little will bring a lot. Don't discount the numbers. Know the remnant that is here should be. For they will be powerhouses in me, says the Lord. Just pray just a moment. Let's just pray. It's, I'm gonna have to go online next week in order and listen to this again because this is a lot. This is a lot. We are having a fundraiser for the kids to go to youth camp. The potato bar. Stepping out of the old and into the new. And there's dessert. Stepping out of your past and into your future. It's a transition. It's a transformation. Cut. We are in a new place. Can't you see it? Can you feel it? It may not feel happy. It may feel, even at times, it may feel irritating. God wants you to step out. He wants you to move into what He has for you. I just want to pray for you this morning. It's your decision. You can step forward and come into what God has for you. You can lag back. The church is always going to be the church. That's the wineskin. And the wineskin holds the new wine. So we're just drinking some new wine this morning. You can't put new wine in an old wineskin because it'll bust it. And it'll spill out. So we put new wine in a new wineskin. So there's new wine this morning. There's new wine of the Holy Spirit. There's new wine of stepping into what God has for you. There's new wine of getting out of the old. There's new wine of believing God. There's new wine of possibilities and healing. There's new wine of miracles. I'm telling you, there are miracles happening every single day. There's going to be a time where we're going to be able to release the the miracles. I don't want just something that somebody says, you know, this happened to me, but I want it to be verifiable. A miracle to where the doctor report said this and now it says this. Those miracles are taking place. I mean, not just somewhere else, but in Woodward, Oklahoma. Can't you see it? Can you believe for it? I know it's I know it's stepping out in that faith realm, but that's the currency of heaven is faith. So let me just pray for you that That your faith will not fail you. And that you'll go from faith to faith to faith, from glory to glory to glory. 
that in the middle of the fight, in the middle of the battle, in the middle of the difficulty, in the middle of the uncertainty, in the middle of the unknown, that your faith is going to expand. It's going to get stronger. You're going to step in it and you're going to walk in a different way. You're going to believe in a different way because this is the new era that we're talking about. God said that and I believe that and now I'm going to have that. And now all of a sudden the things that once were impossible are now possible with God. It's not you, it's Him. It's the Holy Spirit doing what He does in your life. And I pray right now that your level of faith is ever increasing in the name of Jesus. That there be going to be some times where you're even going to catch yourself and you're going to say, no, we can't, but oh, oh wait, oh, no, yes, we can. We can do this. Yeah, I saw and read in the Word of God this, and God says that I can do this, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I can get through this area in my life. I can get through this difficulty. I can get through this problem, or I can get through this that is coming against me, and I am going to begin to have victory. And I just declare that victory over each and every one of your lives. And it's victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because other people may look at it and think it's a failure, but you know inside that you've won the war. You know inside that you've won the battle. You know inside that you're moving forward. That's the victory that God has for you. That's victory. Say this. Say, I have the victory. Come on, say it again. Say, I have the victory. You have the victory. You have the victory. You have the victory. No matter what it looks like right now, you have the victory. And His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. We point you to Jesus. And I pray a blessing over you right now in Jesus' name. Anybody receive the blessing? Just give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Richard, I'm going to have you guys come on up. We're going to transition. Shelly's going to come up. There's a couple important things that she needs to tell you about. And I've got some new era journals in that I want to be able to give to those that have it. So let's give the Lord a hand clap for Pastor Shelly. Woohoo! Yay! Here's my beautiful woman of God. Amen. Okay, set your watches. I got a uh, I got a 45-minute sermon to do in uh, 2.5 seconds. I mean, two, 2 minutes and 5 seconds. So I'm not going to be able to do that for you guys today. How many of you know God does what he wants to do? Amen. And here's the thing that I want to share with you real quick. I'm, I'm going to just going to sow for two minutes into your life. And I, first of all, I want you guys to know um, that I prepared a message. I prepare, I pray, I spend time developing PowerPoints and doing all this good visual stuff for you to be able to be stimulated and understand the Word of God. And, um, and, I, and I'm going to save that for next, well, next week I've actually got a graduate message that is going to be tied in with the new era. I need to share my heart just a moment with you. We are in a place, we are in a place, if you'll go with us, that we are into some new things. We are at a place where we are going to begin to step into some things if you will allow God to have his way with you. When you begin to step into those things, you're going to see him in a different way. I don't want to have God. I don't want to see God the same way I saw him yesterday. 
Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? Before I had my heart attack, I didn't see God as much as my healer because I'm a pretty healthy guy. And now all of a sudden I see God in a greater dimension of a healer. See, what you go through in your life, the difficulties you go through in your life, and I don't believe that God is throwing cancer on you so you can deal with cancer. I believe that God has set some things in place, and then we are operating by that. And because we live in a cursed world, hello, that there is sickness and disease still in the earth today, and that it's us up to us to be able to bring the kingdom in and begin to impact that sickness and that disease with the word of God. Can I get an amen? So what it, what it is, is we understand that we receive from God what we need to receive from him. And there are times you need him as a provider. And then all of a sudden, those of you that may have lost a husband or a, a, a spouse that you're like, all of a sudden God becomes that in a new way, in a new dimension. And he becomes your provider. And then God becomes our everything, you know, but there are certain areas in your life that you know that you want to hold up and say, God, how about that? What about your righteousness? When you mess up, when I mess up, God becomes my righteousness. When, when we are standing and believing on certain things, how many of you know God becomes your faith? He becomes your faith. This new era in which we are entering into is going to cause you to think differently. I want you to think differently about God. I'm talking about not a negative thinking about God, but a positive thinking about God that says, you know, I don't know if I can get through this situation. And I don't know if there's a plan and a purpose for my kids or my grandchildren. Come on. And, and I may look at what actions they have or what they're doing, and I can look at it and they're getting farther and farther away from God. Or I can say, wait a minute, no, no. Doesn't matter how far they walk, God is going to be with them. So if they move into this direction, then God, you are going to be there. All right? And, and they may not be able to see you, but they're going to turn around. And those are the things that as we enter into this new era, this new time, this new season, that things that once were impossible become possible. I want us to start dreaming again. Why should it take a president of the United States to stand up and say, I'm going to make America great again? And now all of a sudden we're going, okay, I, I want in that. I want to be part of that. I, I want America to be great again. And some of us can remember when America was great in certain areas and certain places, and it doesn't seem to be that way now. But what about if we stand up and say, I want my God to be great again in the lives of the American people. Come on, somebody. And it's like, wait a minute, I want God, you are going to be great again in my own life. You are going to be the, the Alpha and the Omega. That's, a, that's the term for Jesus, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That, and when we look at those things, and I want you to, guys to get in the Bible. You can, I heard a testimony today about Pastor Jerry that it was like all of a sudden he started, he was reading five minutes and then it was ten minutes and then it was fifteen minutes. And some of us even have, have had those times of that hunger than deep hunger. But when we're able to talk about a scripture, if we're able to talk about a story, I want you guys to go, oh yeah, gosh, I, re I just read that. 
And when we talked about reading Joshua and reading through Joshua, then when we preach on Joshua, you're, it's connecting. Are you with me? It's connecting something, and God's speaking to you through, through Joshua and what had taken place with the, with the Egyptians and the Israelites. So those are the things that are important to us. And then we bring in other resources to be able to say, look, if you're having some difficulty there, if there's some issues going on in your life and you are struggling with depression or oppression or possession, come on, somebody, we want to help you get set free. That's the most important thing for us is to deal with those inner wounds, those inner things that have caused those things and to be able to help you get set free. The question is, is who do you see about that? Go see Kelly. <laughs> if there's issues going on, let us know so we can begin to start reaching out to be able to help you in those areas. I'm telling you, the scripture was brought forth today that you have a plan and a purpose and a destiny. Jeremiah 29:11. the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. And if there's anything that's ever coming against harming you, it is not God that is doing it. It's the enemy that's doing it because God said, I got some hope for you and I got a future for you. So you can just tell the enemy to shut his mouth and you can begin to start saying, God, you said you got a plan and a purpose and a destiny for me. So no matter what's going on in my life, you have a future for me. And it's a future of good. It's not a future of evil. It's a future of blessing. It's not a future of cursing. That is the God that we serve. Can I give him an amen today? Those are the things that we've got. Whereas we're shifting some things in this new era, in this new time frame. In this new season of development, Google the word era, look it up, read the definitions about it and say, wait a minute, we are stepping into that. There are some new things on the horizon and I'm excited about the new things. Am I excited about change? I like change. Shelly is one that she doesn't like a whole lot of change, but I kind of like change and there's nothing wrong with that because God is a God of change, but he doesn't just change everything. How many of you know he set some things in place? The sun rises and the sun sets and aren't we glad for that? Amen. There are stars in the sky to show his beauty. There are seasons that are involved in our life. So I'm glad he's not changing all those things and trying to bring in the middle of uh, of of winter you know you have snow one day and then it's 114 degrees the next i'm glad that's not a change that's taking place within our earth system we have to deal with the changes that are in our life and i am excited i'm at a place where it's it's just almost a great sense of excitement so i've taken up that two and a half minutes and there's been two other two and a half minutes added on there so why don't you stand to your feet today you know, Pastor, what about this? I, you had a great, you had a great, I have a great message that I feel like is good. Then there's another time for that message. Amen. There's another time for that message. I do have some new era books that are in. Um, Robbie, would you come get yours? We, these are new era journals. Um, we also have, uh, Crystal, if you'll come get yours. Glennis, if you'll come get yours. Virginia, if you would come get yours. These are going to be available for you guys. There's Miss Crystal right there. And there's Miss Glennis right there. These are the New Era journals. We'll get them set out. If you want, if you want one, you sure can get one. Um, Kelly, would you do me a favor? Take this over to Jackie and Terry. I appreciate that. If you want one of those, see Christy about it. We'll get a table set up with those on there. 
But I want to, it's a new place. It's a new time. It's a new destiny. Look, I am not a journaler, but I am starting to be a journaler. I'm learning to do that. Amen? Even if it's for some time. Mother's got stacks of them that in her, in her house, you know, probably six-foot stacks that you could go through. So what I told you this morning, I got it in my journal in, when I was having time with God. So you know what? If you just begin to ask him questions, he'll answer them, and you can write them in the journal, and you've got them forever. But it's real easy for her to do that. She's gifted to do that. How many of you know? I'm going to be serious. She's created a habit, and she's done it. But me, it's dry struggle. I'm like, man, i got to write all this stuff down. Do you know how much stuff I write now anyways? You know, it's like, okay. So anyways, uh, it, it creates something new in me in order to step into this. Let's just pray. Father, we just thank you today for your blessing upon our lives. We ask your, the, the continue the good work that you've done, that you're going to continue. God, we are stepping into a new place. God, I'm asking you just to bless your people here today. Continue to encourage them. But God, light a fire. Let them just say, God, you know what? I'm going to step into this, and I'm going to take a few more moments to you. And you speak to them, and you bless them, and you give them moments of your goodness and moments of your grace and moments of your mercy and moments of your forgiveness. You just just give them encounters of your love. God, I speak a blessing of goodness and grace upon your lives today in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Hey, God bless you. We just want you to know that today, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, if you've not received that and you want to be prayed for that, these, this couple can definitely pray for you today. If you have other prayer requests today, we'd love to pray for you. God bless you. Have a great afternoon today.